good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cho Show podcast presented by TheSwallReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goto, a.k.a. J.G. Smooth. I, before we get into it, I, I sincerely am happy, okay, for the guys that they kept the cup in Edmond. I'm genuinely happy for those seniors, Lane, Peyton, Marlowe, uh, Dylan Wright, that for their six years at UCO, right, they got the sweep. I'm also glad for the other seniors as well. Uh, Mike Pope, Zion, Calvin, Steph, right, that, that they, they were able to also get the, the clean sweep against North, Northeastern State, but more so for those guys that have been here uh, in some form or fashion for the past five or six years to get that sweep. I'm truly, I truly am happy for them. But if we're going to be honest here, again, all about trans, trans, transparency, okay? I, I, if we being a thousand percent honest with you here, okay, I, I'm not in a great mood right now. It was far worse yesterday. Uh, as a matter of fact, before the events of the fourth quarter happened, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. This was going to be a slaughtering, okay? So I'm glad that the fourth quarter happened. All right, so I just fair warning, and again, I, if anybody listening, parents, fans, coaches, players, feel like I'm in the wrong, again, let me know the contact info below. Be more than happy to hash it out, okay? But objectively, what I saw, okay, it was not good. We got to call it what it is. It was not good. Now, the first... 18 and a half minutes, fantastic. The last 15 minutes, fantastic. And I'd be saying, okay, well, what happened in those 18 and a half, 15 minutes? Okay. I can see you still came out the gate strong. It was looking like it was about to be a repeat of last year, right? Okay. Uh, the opening drive, probably the worst drive of the game. I don't know what Dawson was looking at. He threw the ball in a triple coverage into the end zone for no apparent reason. Had several guys open short. Okay, that was by far the worst play within that first 18 and a half minute stretch. Okay, I give the defense credit, all right, during during that, that stretch, the run defense, best we've seen since. What, probably Kearney, if we're being 100% honest, okay? Uh, we, we were stonewalling guys in the middle. It was looking like Hunter and Zane were going to have a field day back there. Okay, we was getting to the to the edge. We had no no West back, right? It was making life very tough for I think his name was Ben May, the running back for Northeastern State. It was looking very promising. That I was extremely pleased by that. The the secondary was tightening up the coverage there, um, right? We're looking defensively. Mosley had a pick six. I, I'm glad for Mosley. He's had a well of a season, in my opinion. I mean, kind of quiet, though, the past few games. But, again, we were able to force a turnover there, score offset turnover. I was pleased by the, by, by the coverage during that time. The pass rush, it was better. And it was better mainly because Noah West was was was. was playing right but defensively they weren't getting first down i think they didn't get a first down until it was it was either late in the first quarter or early or yeah i want to say it was it was either late in the first quarter or after the events or the first 18 and a half minutes 
Fantastic start defensively. Okay, offensively, outside of the, the awful first drive, right? The, I thought that the run blocking from the starting line was fantastic, right? Tra- Trayvon had the holes he should have had last week. We were running the ball well. Receivers was getting open. Christian Romero got his first touchdown in the use of uniforms, so shout out to him there, right? If, if we honestly looking outside of that first drive, the only negative there was the fact that he once again got inside the 20 and was stopped on the third and short. Again, it shouldn't happen against a team of Northeast State's caliber, right? We we just got we got we got we got to call it what it is there. All right, we had to kick the field goal. Nikki drilled the field goal, right? So we was able to still score on what four of the first five drives that UCO had the football. When Nikki did miss the extra point, was yeah, I know I get that it happens, but it it just it just shouldn't happen if it's an extra point. And the, the 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 snap and hold is clean, right? Uh, but still, regardless, I was very pleased by the first 18 and a half minutes of the football game. If, if that, if the first 18 and a half minutes and what we saw in the in the fourth, which was probably if you, uh, probably the, the 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 second best way UCO finished the football game behind Missouri Missouri Southern, right? They had a 96 yard drive, ending in a 46 yard Terrell Davis touchdown catch. Right then, the defense tightened up on the run there. I think they held Eastern State to two negative, negative runs, forced a bad pass on third down. Right then, the offense would capitalize again. They found Oscar Hammond for a twenty-three yard touchdown. You got, you got to give Oscar Hammond just a fantastic season. I just every week this man is making some kind of massive plays. You got to give him credit. You got to give uh, tight ends coach Dimitri Donald there a ton of credit as well. Okay, because that unit has looked has looked good. I know it's mainly been Oscar, but I've also been very pleased with, with Randy Nix Jr. With, when when he's been out there, and then I've 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 also been pleased with uh, Don McDonough as well. Whenever he gets his his chances right, so I do want to give Coach Donald their credit. But again, right, that was that, that's fantastic. Yes, you got two back to back scoring drives there. Uh, the the holes. Again, we're there for Trayvon. And then defensively, said they were able to tighten, tighten up. And then after the Oscar touchdown, they're able to force a second turnover. J.K. Moore had the game-clinching pick, right? Again, that's how you finish a football game. So if you take the first 18 and a half minutes, the last 15 minutes of football, I would have been on cloud nine. I, I feel like I'm not alone in that. If that had been the case for four quarters, We've been on cloud nine, right? We 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 probably would have would have seen Carson Tremble again. We probably would have seen Will Mason again, right? Because I was hoping to see, okay, right. And, and life would have been lovely, okay. Unfortunately, that was not the case, okay. And it, we we have here's here's the thing here's the thing. At, again, full transparency here. When I was watching events from the 11, 18 minute mark in the third and the second quarter until the start of the fourth quarter, okay, it was the most disappointed, angry, disgusted, ashamed I felt being a UCO fan. Okay. I mean, now you might be saying here, Ooh, now, now that that's that's 
pretty pretty big stuff there now. Like where how how why why is that the case? Right? We preview North Northeastern State, right? You said they averaged what was it what what two hundred thirteen yards a game, right? Uh, they had not won a home game since they beat Lincoln in twenty last 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 year, right? So it's been over a year since they won a home game. Yep. Uh, for the most part, been woefully uncompetitive. Shut out in three games. Okay. Uh, then they the are you taking away Lincoln? What was it? They scored. Was it? Was it 14 was their highest at that point? I felt like right against uh against Kearney, excuse me. Against 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 Kearney, right? We know how bad Kearney is this year. Yeah. Then we get to kick off, right? And again, I give their commentator it probably we're being honest here so far this season. I say Northwest commentating wasn't bad. They just kept having audio issues. Uh, which they could not control. I was I actually enjoyed the commentating for Northeastern State. Yeah, I want to give him a shout out there. That's probably one of the best in terms of uh, knowing his stuff. I think the only major mistake he had was on the JK pick. He said it was Carson Trimble because they had the same number. But other 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 than that, I was very pleased. So I do want to give that man credit. Uh, Right, but we, but he, he, he then he didn't mention on Usual's opening drive, right? How Northeastern State defensively was down eight guys, whether they be starters or rotational, and five in the second. Okay, so given all that, all right, given given the start we saw out of UCO, okay, when the events. From the eight, from the eleven eighteen mark in the in the second till the end of the third happened, two things came to mind. That the first thing was, am I watching a repeat of the Texas Houston game when Texas went up by three scores only to barely escape by the hair? They're chinning chin chin and probably lost Quinn Ewers for the season. In the in the process, they also cheated Dana because Dana clearly got that that that, that first down. With with the man had the four progress, but I digress. Okay, that was the first thought. Okay, the second thought. All right. Well, my neck was sore from head shaking, and it, again, this is a hundred percent what I was feeling. Pardon my language here, but I thought to myself, "The hell am I watching?" That was the most disgraceful stretch of UCO football I have seen in my seven years cover. Northeastern State, again, I respect every opponent. I get Northeastern State credit. You know I'm a JJ Ecker fan, right? The guys play hard for the for the for the uh, for the for the for the, for the man. Yeah, I will give them that. Just like I give Lincoln credit on a three drive. Okay, but the fact remains. This could be the worst UCO team in 50 years should not have allowed what happened during that stretch, okay? Because you're wondering what happened during that that stretch, okay? Is the fact that Northeastern State, from that point on, okay, from the 11-18 mark in the uh, second quarter up until UCO scored in the fourth they outscored UCO 21 to nothing during that time. That should never be a thing. That should never, ever, ever be a thing. Okay? And if anything is a thing, it's just shameful. All right? We Again, we knew, we said, when we did the preview, all right, 
if Northeastern State wins this game, this makes their season. Yeah, I, the, the, all the shutouts, all the beatdowns, the narrowly scoring to avoid a four shutout on, 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 on homecoming, all that just goes away if they win this game. Okay. And the fact that this game was ever close at all is shameful. Okay. The fact we did not see the backups in this game, shameful. Okay. It just should not be a thing. When we when we talk to the guys this offseason, right? Yeah, what was the vibe we were we were we were getting? Right. We were we were getting this was a playoff caliber team, right? This this is a this is a team should be competing upper echelon in the conference, right? Worst case, we looking at a bowl. If we're gonna be a hundred percent honest through eight, 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 eight games, if we take away Missouri Southern right now as our best win, I, I have we seen a lot of playoff caliber football from this team? No, no, we got call it what it is. No, no. That that if we being on, if you had came to me and said smooth before any games was played, just looking at the roster, looking at the experience. The, the uh, talent that was brought in, right? If you were to just ask me, what, how good do you think or know this team is better than last year's team? I would have given again before any games was was played. I would have given this team at least a seven point advance over last year's team. Okay, so I posed the same question last week. I posed the same question again this week. Why is it then? If this team is supposedly supposed to be better than last year's team, why are we worse? Okay? Why are we worse? We had two golden opportunities against two of the worst teams in Division II football to to show why that was the case. Okay? And I think offensively last week, we saw why. Okay? It was very good offensively. You said I had very little gripes outside of the fact that we couldn't connect on a deep shot. I know a few of that was the was the win, right? But I was more so concerned that we were not able to run the ball as well as we should have with the starting line in there. Okay. I go this week. Why did we go a full quarter against Northeastern State with starters in the game and not get on the scoreboard? Right, right. I mean, am I am I wrong in in questioning that? Because why why that the case? We should have scored minimum, minimum one score in each quarter until we put in the bag. It should have been just like we had against Lincoln, where we scored, what was yeah, where where we scored nearly every drive. We had the ball with the starting offense in. Yeah, we just. We got. We got it. We have to. We, at some point here, yeah, we've got to look in the mirror and say, why is this team four and four? Why? Because I, I again, why we game eight, we still not playing four quarters of football. Okay, we game eight and we still struggling on the road against one of the worst teams in the country. Okay. We're in game eight. 
Why are we giving a team of Northeastern States caliber any kind of hope? Yeah, I get you know how hyped that crowd was. That crowd probably has not been that hyped at Northeastern State home football game since they played Lincoln last year. Okay. And I guarantee you this is the first time they've been that hyped in a battle for the President's Cup since what, maybe the year before I started covering, which was in 2017. Because literally every time since 2017, it's been a resounding blowout. It was the way it should have been, given the caliber of Northeastern State. Like, why is this a thing? We, we, we just get, you know, it, I feel like I sound like a broken record here, right, every week coming on, right? There, sure, there's some, there's some positives. I just told you the positives here today, okay? But why, why do I, I feel like I have to keep having these soapboxes, though? Like, this shouldn't... Especially against Lincoln and, and Northeastern State, this should not be a thing, right? We saw Lincoln last week was at a 16-play, 70-some-yard drive, or was it almost nine minutes in the, in a field goal, right? I said, let's just not have that happen against Northeastern State. I get Northeastern State somehow averaged 10 points a game, which is Kind of surprising to me because Lincoln averaged more yards. I'm not entirely sure how that how that whole, whole thing works, especially given the fact that Northeastern State was shut out three times. So that, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Okay, all I know is I said defensively, okay, what we need to see heading in the Fort the Fort Hayes, who's six and two by the way, okay, very good football team this year. I said we need to see we need to see the run defense improve. We need to see a consistent pass rush from the starters. Okay. I said we we need we need to have a clean game coverage wise where there was no bust. Okay. And if we're looking at those three things, for again during the time span that I touched on in the opener here from the first quarter to the 11-18 mark in the second and the fourth. The run defense did that, so I, I give them credit for that for that time span, but what happened in between that, though? It, it was the single Eastern State offensive lineman out there, right? I, like, well, what, what, what happened? What happened between the time we, were, we came out the gates, stonewalling the run, they had negative four yards in that first quarter. So you telling me what happened between then and the fourth, in which we were ran on like the running of the bulls? Okay, that should not be a thing. That I'm looking pass rushing wise. I'm gonna be fully, fully honest with you here. We're glad Noah West played in this football game. Okay, because. Uh, uh, yeah, we tell you're telling me Noel West is the only consistent pass rusher that we have on this roster. Because if that's the case, that's truly unfortunate. Okay, because I was under the impression that w w that even though we lost Mike, we lost Rob, we would still have the pass rusher. because because here here's here's the thing here's the thing for the most part this season. Hunter and Zane have done their job in the interior, right? Like, you look at the passing, Zane and Hunter are still pushing the pocket, like I, 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 right? 
But where is the pass rush from the outside? It's just not there. Right? It's not there consistently, right? And, and Northwest, and I give them credit, right? We've been putting Northwest in a more prominent pass rushing role, right? And we saw that he had what, two and a half TFLs, one and a half sacks. Full credit, Noah West. Really appreciate the job the man's been doing here as of, as of late. Okay. But again, why were we not consistently getting a pass rush on Northeastern State? Okay. Then in the second there, uh, again, I, again, right, it, it was unfortunate because otherwise I was extremely pleased with the second there. Outside and again, I don't know if this was this was a, this was a zone. So I don't know if this was Kobe's responsibility or not. All I know is I saw a receiver run clean in the face of Kobe Stevens. Okay, B. Kobe got a substantial. Was that? Well, I'm pretty sure it was like a it was like a forty yard gain. I almost got a touchdown if he didn't die. If I think it was Raekwon or somebody forced him out at the one yard line. Again, Northeastern State, starters in the game. Shouldn't be a thing. Okay. And and, and I get I'm being critical here. I truly understand. But if if this was supposed to be a playoff caliber team, I believe that objectively looking here, if this was a playoff caliber team, and I'm objectively looking, taking out my connections, my feelings for for the guys, coaches, whatever it is, I'm a neutral reporter looking at this. I would have this criticism because this is not what a playoff caliber team does. Okay, and, and, and I said right now, we, we're after after Northwest. We had two games to get back on track, heading into Fort Hayes. We know Fort Hayes is better this year. We know Fort Hayes is a tough place to play on the on the on the on the road. I can tell you right now. 100% right now, I have no faith in us winning that football game. I have no faith. If we play the way that we played the past two games, no faith. No faith. No. And, and, and it's truly, it's truly unfortunate that that's the case. That it, it truly, it truly is. That, uh, and I, I really don't, I don't know. I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope the guys hear this and, 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 and prove me wrong and go out there and beat Fort Hayes. I can come on here next week and tell you, you know what? Full credit to the coaches and the players in that, in that locker room, right? For putting it together for four quarters, getting a really good road win against Fort Hayes, right? And we go into senior day. Against Washburn, a team we, we are on paper substantially better than, all right, and at least send the seniors out right and at least post back to back winning season. That is that is truly my hope. From the bottom of my heart, that is truly my hope. I just don't have faith right now. Based on what I've seen, I don't have faith right now in that. And, and it's truly unfortunate that that's the case. That it, it truly is. Because I'm I'm looking here, and you're telling me, you're telling me what a, a team that averaged 213 yards a game. Please tell me why they had a 17 play, near eight minute, 82 yard drive with a touchdown. Okay, now you're gonna be saying that was the drive where Zay had a friend to pass the call, right? They had to stop. I, I get that. They should have been off the field. 
but then just get another stop, right? Like, this isn't like we're playing Central Missouri. This isn't like we're playing Pitt State. This isn't like we're, we're, we're playing, right, Emporia. There's no Eastern State. We should, we should be able to get stops as much as we did last year. And we, we did not do it for that stretch. Okay. Yeah, please tell me why at the start of the fourth, running back Ben May from North, Northeastern State had a career high 143 yards, yards, yards rushing. And, and, why, why is that a thing? Is this not good? And, and, it's, and it's truly unfortunate because here's the, I don't like coming on here every week, okay, having to do this. I, I truly don't because, as we know, I have much respect for the guy, which is what makes this tougher, right? Because I've seen the guy, I've seen the guys play, right? Like we, we, we know. So the fact that we we turning in these performances though is just not good because we're not playing to our talent level. This is a much, this is a much better team than what we've seen the past two weeks. And, and I don't know why that's the case. Like, okay, sure, you could overlook Lincoln. Fine, it's, it's Lincoln. It's not, it's not even a conference game, right? Was guys up for it? Fine. But we're talking battle for the President's Cup. I know the guys were up from this, okay? I'm sure the seniors in that locker room, Peyton Lane, Marlo, Dylan, the guys that have been here for for many, 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 many moons would have told them how important this game is to keep the cup in Edmond for nine years. And it seemed like it was working at first, but I don't know what happened. I don't know why we're in game eight. We can't play four quarters consistently. We can't, we still have bust in coverage. We still have an inconsistent pass rush. We still have an inconsistent run defense. Right, like I'm not understanding this here. I I truly not understanding. I'm glad defensively we doubled our turnovers on the season. Or I think we had two entering the game. We left with four. But uh, like I still though, why why was there that middle ground? We allowed 21 straight points to Northeastern State. It's just not winning football. And I put a tweet out there. I put the tweet after the game. I said, well, I'm glad that they kept the cup. The way we played in the middle of that football game is not winning football, and it has to be fixed if we want to be Fort Hayes. I'm telling you right now, again, much like I said last week, we pulled up crap against Fort Hayes. We're getting ran on. Dad, I don't think anybody wants to see that. So I just really hope, I don't know, there's got to be some some kind of I don't know, deep reflection or or, or something's gotta 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 be done here. Because tell you right now, this this is this is not the standard of UCL football that I I it, it, it's 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 not. It's not. Okay, because yeah. And and it's truly unfortunate that this is the case. Because with the bulk of last year's team was back, I was under the impression we added more talent. And I feel like we've seen that offensively. I, I, I truly, I truly have. Like we don't put up the numbers we have offensively last year. We don't have the weapons that that we have last year. And, and I feel like ever since Coach Doyle opened up the play calling, uh, for the most part, we've seen good offensive outings, right? I think 
We've got to limit the turnovers, though. Um, uh, some of the interceptions, I'm questioning what we what we what we're looking at, right? Um, the 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 fourth and third and short play calling sometimes I, I I question because we go to a fullback dive every time knowing that it's not working, right? I, I give I, I I give Coach Doyle credit. Uh, he, yesterday when he did a play action pass on that was the fourth down and we got the Oscar Hammond touchdown. Right, and we could do that more often. I mean, I—that's probably my only gripe, really, with the the offense. I mean, it, to me, to me, to me, the offense is, excuse me, moving and scoring enough points to win football games. Like I'm not quite sure what we're averaging, given how we probably inflated because of Lincoln. But like, I the the offense to me is about as good as advertised. I think Traveling Trayvon's the second leading roster in the league. Right, I think Dawson should have now over 1,200 yards passing or something like that, 1,100 yards passing. Should have 10 touchdowns. It probably has like five or six, seven picks. But you know what I mean? Like we spraying the ball around uh, from from the receiving standpoint, right? We've got uh, TD. We've got Jacob. We've got Oscar. We've got Madison. We've got Tariq, uh, Darius, right? Malachi, Christian, right? Like what? I, I've been very pleased with the offense for the most part. I, I, it's just defensively, I don't know what's going on this year. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because we don't have the horses up front that that is that is the cause of this, right? Because you could say early on it was a secondary. I feel like the secondary has improved the past three, four games, right? I, I mean, I, I, I have to give, I have to full disclosure, I have to give Kaishan Murray Jr. credit. I saw him out there. Like they rotated between uh, Amante, J.K., Cam, and Kyshaw. I had to give Kyshaw credit out there. I don't think he allowed a completion on his side. If he did, it was for a minimal game. I have to give this man credit. I sincerely hope if Kyshaw's listening, I get. I give you much credit for a good game, sir. I truly do. Okay, because I know it's been a tough season for the man. Well, right, he he had his moments last year. It's just it's, it's one of those seasons. It just hasn't been going the man's way. I'm sincerely glad he had a solid outing. Truly am, okay? So I don't necessarily know if it's per se the secondary's fault, like the times in general. I still contest, and again, I'm going to say this until I'm proven wrong, I still contest Kobe's better shoot at the corner. Now, I do know Dylan being out. Right, it probably caused some suffering there, and I'm still contesting we might be better in man than we are in zone, just because we keep having bust in zone. And I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't know why that's the case though. Like again, I get they happen, but we can't have them every game. Uh, I will say they've happened less frequently, but still, like it's still happening, and I, I'm not quite sure, you know, at that point what is the cause of that. Okay, but. Like I, I I don't I don't know why I can't wrap my head around. Well, I mean I know why this team is four and four, but like I just can't around weird eight games and we still having some of the problems. And it's just like I at some at, at at some point then it comes down to one or two things. Either it's it's either we don't have the answers on the roster or. From a scheme coaching standpoint, when I get the job done, I don't know which is which. I don't know if it's both. Like I, I just don't know. But 
I, I mean, again, I, I, I'm hoping we finish at least six and five. I mean, I, I would like to see nothing more. At least we post back to back winning, winning, winning seasons. I mean, I think the team is good enough to do that. But if we want to do that, we have to beat Fort Hayes. And to beat Fort Hayes, we have to play substantially better than we played these past two games, especially yesterday. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 I, tr- I truly do not, do not know. I said entering the season, right? What did I say? I said I could not give you an estimate on how I feel about this team other than this team. If they play that their potential could be a playoff team, if they don't, we could be looking at a disappointing season. And right now, we're looking at a disappointing season. Uh, and it's truly, it's truly unfortunate. So I don't know where we go from here. I just hope that the seniors in that in that locker room, that right, if we realize here as bad as it's been, as inconsistent as it's, as it's been, somehow, some way, okay. There's still a chance for UCO to make a bowl game if we win out. That's a very tough task because we got four days. We got Pitt State on the on the road. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, if the guys play the way that they did against uh Missouri Southern, we can beat Fort Hayes. We can beat Wasburn. We should we should be able to beat beat Wasburn. I mean, that, that's a bad football team. I get Wasburn. Gave a scare in the Fort Hayes, I think it was. Right. The Fort Hayes probably did what we did last week to Lincoln. It was just overlooking them. Right. I still contest we're better than, than Washburn. We should win that game on senior. Okay. I'm hoping that that's the case. Then we go into Pitt Pitt State game. Right. We already have a winning record secured, but we're fighting for a a a, a bowl. Pitt State's probably gonna be undefeated. It's their senior day. Right. We can get revenge for the homecoming. Beat down last year. Guys lay out all on the line that get. I would love nothing more. Yeah. Because I, that that's I, I just I would just I feel I feel like I feel like <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I, I, I just I just I just don't. I don't. But I just hope they figure it out. That that, that that's really what it comes down to. I, I just I hope there's some gut checks, there's some reflections or something here because team is better than four and four. We should never have been two and two and four in the first place. Uh and, and again it just it just has not looked good the past past two weeks. Let's go ahead and get into the into the recap here. So UCO would lose the coin toss but Northeastern State would the uh would defer as I mentioned, UCO had three first downs in four plays on the opening drive. But then, like I said, Dawson threw a very bad pass in the end zone. It was intercepted at the 12-15 mark. However, the UCO defense would get a stomp after Noah West's first TFL and a deflection in the line of scrimmage. Uh, led to a Northeastern State punt. Went to the, well, it ended up at the Northeastern State 47 I will say Northeastern State's partner, I think they said he was a walk-on at Nebraska from Broken Arrow. Tell you right now, that man's a heck of a punter. That, that, that man had like two or three straight 50-yard punts. That's a, that is a quality punter. Are you sure Woods would have refined the end zone on the second drive, aided by passes to Delso and Hammond, led the Trayvon's touchdown run 
Making it seven nothing at the seven sixteen mark. Then UCO will force another three and out after two uh, TFLs on on runs. Uh, UCO will return the punt to the forty five where they would dig. Scapper capitalized having a six play fifty four yard drive, ending in Christian Romero's first touchdown in the UCO uniform. So again. Shout out there to Christian Romero. Again, at 14 nothing at the 306 mark. Then UCO on the shooting position defensively would get uh Mosley's pick six off of a deflection. Again, a 20 nothing game at the 215 mark after Nikki missed the extra point. Then UCO D will force another stop to end the first quarter with UCO holding NSU to negative one yard. Again, was looking like a repeat of last year. Uh, UCO was scored a field goal after Payton Scott was stopped on third down. He lost two yards. And then 23 to nothing at the 11 29 mark. And this is where things went very, 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 very south. Uh, Northeastern State would respond probably their best drive of the whole season. 17 play, 82 yards, near eight minute drive, uh, ending with a touchdown. Making it 23-7 to at the 2.57 mark. Again, that was the drive aided by the rough and the passer call. That extended the drive. A UCO <clears throat> would go three and out offensively for the first time in the in the game. After a chop block on first down, uh, erased a big Delso catch, and then we were sacked on third down again. This should not be happening against North, North, Northeastern State. Uh, they pumped Milan at the 45, but they had a holding call, pushed it back to the third, to their own 35 with 55 seconds left. And with Northeastern State just ran the clock out, which kind of surprised everybody because they had like three timeouts. Um, making it 23 to 7 at the half of note rushing the ball in the first half. Trayvon had 75 yards, so already more than he had last week. But Ben May had 65. It's not good. Then to open up the, the, the third, uh, despite a Northeastern State, wait, yeah, it's about a North, Northeastern State uh, 26 yard run. Um, the defense would tighten up, though, as Jack Puckett would have a sack and then Zane had a, T, had a TFL, forcing Northeastern State punt that would land at the UCO 8. Uh, Northeastern State will quickly force a punt of their of their own after Oscar was tackled short. The punt would land at the Northeastern State five yard line again. Shot there, Grayson Miller at the six forty three mark. Um, the third day, uh, then Northeastern State would respond quickly. Had a thirty four yard run, the longest of the season for Ben May, and then a thirty four yard pass, which is the one that Kobe. I believe at least he was the man that the receiver ran right right past. Again, I don't know if that was his man or not. Uh, and they were able to punch it in from a yard out of the play later. I mean, at 23 to 14 at the 446 mark. Then it was either Kobe or Terrell fumble on the ensuing kickoff. Recovered by Northeastern State at the UCO 21. They would then score three plays later. Uh, with a touchdown pass on a play action to the to the tight end after another big Ben May run, making it a 23 to 21 game at the 330 34 mark. Then UCO offensively 
would go three and out once again after a big loss on a screen, and then they had no gain on a third and two run to Trayvon. Um, the problem would go to the Northeastern State 34 at the minute 11 mark. So Northeastern State would enter the fourth quarter with 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 uh, offensive momentum scoring three straight touchdowns, forcing a turnover, only down by two. Uh, however, UCO defense would decide they want to play again. They would get the stop after um, after they allowed a first down between that catch between two defenders, which should not have happened. Um, the punt would go to the UCO four. UCO would have the longest drive of the season, going 96 yards, aided by a 34-yard Trayvon run that set up a 46-yard touchdown pass to Terrell Davis. In a, in a 30 to 21 game at the 8:53 mark, uh, UCO would then get a quick three and out after two run stops and then a forced a incomplete pass. The offense would then score again. They had a play action pass to Oscar on fourth and goal on 23 yards out, making it a 37 to 21 game at the 4:03 mark. So at this point, you could tell the energy was out of the stadium. You could look on that sideline. The energy was gone. Uh, at that point, we fourth Northeastern State. It was a very bad team passing the, passing the, 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 the football to try and make, make up two scores in roughly four minutes. It did not work, however, as I think it was a Noah West pass rush. Forced a bad pass that led to a J.K. Moore game-clinching pick. At the 248, I mean, yeah, at the 248 mark at UCO's own 49-yard line, UCO would then get a first down and was able to run the clock out. If we're looking at the numbers from the game, uh, UCO had 21 first downs, 184 yards rushing, 5.9 yards of carry. Very good. I, I'm glad to see that. 258 passing, three touchdowns to one pick. 442 on 60 plays. Uh, we were 4-9 on third. It's not good against NSU. 101 on fourth, but 3-3 three three in the red zone this 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 week. Um, we were only 4-5 on PATs, though. 101 on field goals. Then defensively allowing 15 first down, two by penalties, so only 13, I guess. But see, this is the problem. We're allowing Northeastern State 184 yards rushing at 4.6 yards of care. Just not good football. Uh, 91 yards passing, two picks. Now, that's great football. Uh, 275 on 59 plays. Good. Um, they were 5 of 13 on third. They were 3 of 3. Over here, they were three or three in the red zone. They were sacked twice, three or three on PATs. We're looking at the individual numbers here for UCO Dawson 19 to 29, 258, three touchdowns, one pick, long of 46, running the ball. Trayvon 17 carries, 102 yards, did not lose a single yard again. Just Trayvon Wolfolk, different cat, one touchdown, long of 16, six yards carry. Dawson, six carries, 44 yards, long of 33, 7.3 yards of carry. Dylan Cottrell, three for 28, long of 21, 9.3 yards of carry. Payne Scott, three for 11, long of 12, 3.7 yards of carry. 
Then receiving Terrell four for 103, one touchdown, long of 46. Oscar six for 68, one touchdown, long of 22. Christian Romero four for 55, one touchdown, long of 16. So again, another great job of spreading the wealth there as far as the passing touchdowns go. Adelso three for 25, long of 10. Darius one for 13, long of 13. And then Jalen Cottrell, one for negative six. However, we're looking on the northeastern state side of the side of the stats. I see running back. Oh, it's Blake May. Excuse me, I said I said bit. It's Blake May. Thirty carries, one hundred forty-nine yards, one touchdown, five yards of carry. This is not good. Uh, defensively, Zayn Adams nine tackles, two TFLs. Kobe seven tackles. Uh, Connor Johnson six tackles, one breakup. He did. He did get beat in coverage on that on that long drive. It's just been tough for the man in coverage this year, in my opinion. Uh, Raekwon five tackles. We had Jack Puckett five tackles, two TFLs, a half sack, one breakup. J.K. Moore four tackles, one TFL, one interception. Noah West four tackles, two and a half TFLs, one and a half sack, one hurry. Uh, Hunter Larson four tackles, two TFLs. Again, to me. Hunter, Zane, Zane outside of that, that penalty, uh, and uh, Noah, I, good football games. I, I, I give those those three credit. Uh, Marlowe, three tackles, one breakup. Cam, three tackles. Mosley, two tackles, one pick, six return for 30, 33 yards. Amante, two tackles, a solid, solid, solid coverage there. Terrell, one tackle. Jamori, one tackle. Grant Laura, one tackle, a half TFL. Hazen Bird, one tackle, and Zach Stilwell, one tackle. Punning, Grayson Miller, three for 107, three point, uh, 35.7 yards of average, long of 38, one inside the 20. Uh, punt returns, Tariq, three for 30, long of 11. Then on kickoffs, Kobe, one for 16, long of 16. Terrell, two for 40, long of 20. Um, and then on, on uh, field goals, Corvetto hit his only one from 28. And on kickoffs, Grayson Miller, seven for 445 yards, three touchbacks. Not bad. Averaging 63.6 yards a kickoff. So now turning our attention to the four, six and two Fort Hayes. What are they? What are they? Tigers? Senior Tigers. Coming off a surprising 31-28 win over Wasburn, um, Fort Hayes jumped onto a 14-0 lead um, before Wasburn would score 14 in the second. When Fort Hayes were at, were at a field goal, they went up by three at the half, and then each team would score 14 in the second half with Fort Hayes scoring 14 in the third and Wasburn scoring 14 in the fourth. Uh, Wasburn was not able to score again after they found a touchdown at the 235 mark. I'm uh, looking at the numbers from that game. Fort Hayes, 23 first downs, a buck 96 rushing at 4.9 yards a carry. So again, we need the run defense to play four full quarters would be lovely. Uh, 291 passing. 487 on 82 plays. Only punted the ball three times in that game. Uh, they were 7-16 on third. 0-2 on fourth, though. Okay, okay. 4-4 in the red zone. 
Um, there were one or two on field goals, though. Okay, there's opportunity again. We could possibly get our third uh, block kick of the season. I don't know the last time. I don't know that we had two in the season, but I definitely for sure know that we had three in, three in the season. Uh, then Wasburn in the game, they had 15 first downs, uh, 78 yards rushing on 3.1 yards of carry, 202 yards passing, 280 on 58 plays, punted the ball eight times. They were 413 on third, 001 on fourth. They were 2 2 in the red zone. Um, so yeah, and then looking at the season numbers for Fort Hayes, entering the game, uh, scoring 33 points a game. Uh, where are we at? Um, averaging 129.7 yards a game, rushing at 4.3 yards a carry. So, yeah, we'll need, we'll need to run defense there to uh, turn in a Kearney as performance. Passing 268.9, uh, 19 touchdowns to eight picks, and averaging 398.6 yards a game. Uh, they are 44% on third, 88% on fourth. Oh, they've allowed 17 sacks, though. So it, it, this, I'm, it's very good with that the uh, that that Noah had the game that that he had. Hopefully, we can build off of that there. Uh, we sent some butchers. We know Jack's gotten home past three games, right? Uh, I don't know. If we we, uh, we could just get the pass rush there because I find there's some sack opportunities there. Uh, they scored 31 touchdowns this season, 4-6 on field goals, 77% in the red zone, 63% being touchdowns, 100% on PATs. Then defensively allowing only 16.6 points a game, 113.9 yards rushing at 3.5 yards a carry with five touchdowns. Now passing, whoo! They stiff, allowing only a buck 46, eight touchdowns to 11 interceptions. So, that, 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 okay, that's, that could be something. That could be something. I need to see, though, I need to see who they played this season, though, because that, again, I always look at that because um, there's a good chance, though, and depending on who they play, those numbers might be inflated. So let's see. Okay, they beat Northeastern. Okay, that figures. Lincoln, that figures. Kearney, that figures. Okay, yeah. So you're playing three teams, can't really pass the football. Um, yeah, okay. That 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 kind of makes more sense, right? Northwest, not a great passing team either. Missouri Southern, not really either. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I, that that makes that makes some more some more sense now. I, now I'm sure they 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 pass defense is good, but given who they play, might also have inflicted numbers, uh, allowing 260 yards a game. Let's see, allowing 30 percent on third, 69 percent on fourth. They have 10 sacks, allowing 14 touchdowns this season, seven to 10 on field goals. 77% in the red zone, 55% being touchdowns, 85% on PATs. And then quarter by quarter, 
Uh, breakdown, outscoring foes in the first, 64 to 20 in the second, 66 to 29 in the third, 63 to 36 in the fourth, 38 to 31. Uh, and then looking at the individual numbers here, leading rusher is Shane Watts. Um, now, I wish they would tell you the numbers on these people. Come on now. Oh, Fort Hayes. Oh, bear with me here, please. I, I got to try to find the Shane Watts guy because it... There we go. Shane Watts, 5'9", 190, running back out of DeSoto High in DeSoto, Kansas. Um, leading the way, 396, three touchdowns, 56 yards again. Again, Fort Hayes rushing attack the past two years. Well, all past three years. Really hasn't necessarily done anything for me. I think they had... um. 2019 was the last time to me they had a really good running back. Past two years, they had Adrian Soto. I guess he finally graduated. He was not a great running back. He was an average running back. Uh, Ford Hayes, they mainly, they, they mainly capitalize because they have a big offensive line, but their backs themselves do not do not normally scare you. But then again, we said the same thing about uh, Northeastern State and uh, Lincoln and Missouri Southern, and we still got cooked, so... Do with that as you will. Um, passing the ball, there is Jack Dawson. He was the starter last year after um, oh, Chance Fuller got hurt. Chance Fuller, I think, is playing for is it Colorado School of Mines now. Uh, but Jack, Jack Dawson, 5'10", 200 sophomore out of Arlington, Texas. On the season, 1,699 yards, 17 touchdowns to 8 picks. 65% completion percentage, 242.7 yards a game. Our leading receiver has no touchdowns, surprisingly. That is Trevor Watts, who's probably the brother of uh probably the brother of the running back. He is a 57170 Wasburn transfer. Okay, so. Wow, that's interesting. 38 catches, 405, long of 57. Uh, the leading touchdown guy is Jaden Horse. With uh, Jaden Horse is a uh, 6'1", 175 junior from Tampa, Florida, by way of Allen University. That is the HBCU in South Carolina, I believe. He's got 22 catches, 287 yards for seven touchdowns. Okay, so Jaden Horace, a guy to watch out for. Um, then that tight end, Kale Cormany, uh, where he's 6'3", 235, Colorado Springs native. He has 25 catches, 299, two touchdowns. And then they have... They're like Bryson Smith. Um, we can find Mr. Smith. Yeah, pardon me. They don't. They don't have numbers on their on their all their stats, which is unfortunate. Um, where is this man? I am. I am not seeing this man. 
I'm not seeing this man, bro. Where is Bryson Smith? Oh, here we go. A six foot one seventy junior. Oh, a Houston transfer. Okay, okay. Uh, he's got eighteen catches, two hundred forty eight yards, three touchdowns. So they, so they do have two receivers between Jaden Horace and uh, Bryson Smith. I think we match up well again size wise. They both six foot one. I think Monte about six one. JK about six one. Feel like we a match up well there. Um I think if we if we can get if we get a password at the jock jock Jack Dawson similar to uh Mike Holdesey, right? We saw last year we got some pressure on the man. I think we forced two or three picks. Uh, I, I feel like we can do do the same thing there. Uh, and then looking defensively here, oh, they have numbers. Ah, well, blessed. Uh, leading tackler is John Johnson. Is a 6'3", 230-pound linebacker from Dodge City, Kansas. Leads the team 49 tackles, 2.5 TFLs, 1 pick, 3 breakups, 4 deflections. And then they got Mikhail Williams, who is a... Six foot two fifteen, Blink Community College transfer, a linebacker. He's got forty six tackles, two and a half TFLs. Leads the team with three interceptions, though. Three breakups. I mean, three deflections and one recovery. Okay. The linebacking core looking pretty darn good. Uh, the sack leader appears to be. Terry Parrish. Terry Parrish is a 66240 red shirt from Tuttle. Okay, we got a got an Oklahoma native there. Leading the way with um well, he's actually not leading, 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 leading the way, but he's second with 32 tackles, eight TFL, which is the most on the team. Two and a half sacks, one breakup, one deflection, one forced fumble. Okay. The set leader with three is Miles Menges. Menges, I'm, I'm guessing is how you say his name. Uh, 6'4", 250 junior from Bushton, Kansas. Two or 22 tackles, five and a half TFLs, three sacks, one interception. What is it with Fort Hayes Lyman interception? Last year they had a uh, Jeremiah Jackson Trotter, who's not there anymore, surprisingly. He had an interception. I, 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 boy, I, Fort Hayes on their defensive line, just some, some to different cats. Uh, three breakups, four deflections, three hurries. Um, yeah, so. Now, again, Fort Hayes is always kind of stingy. Usually a long, big football team. It doesn't seem to be a difference here. So, um, again, I would just like if, uh, you know, I, I, I just feel like the only thing stopping UCO is themselves. I think that's the frustrating part, right? Is like we look here and I feel like there's opportunities, right? They've allowed 17 sacks. There's opportunities there for us to get a solid pass rush. I, I feel like, you know, offensively, I, I feel if we can run the ball, 
Um, I I think you know what's gonna be tough for Hayes is a day that that's a that's a big line, so that'll be a really big really big test. Uh, last year we were able to throw the ball from I think Steph had three eighty four, right? Uh, the receivers is better. I feel like we should be able to pass the ball again. Um, I think we match up well in the secondary, and in, in, in terms of size wise, I think again if we can pressure Jack Dawson, we can force some bad passes. Uh, I, this is a winnable football game. This is a winnable football game, but I feel like every game UCL has played so far this season, outside of Central Missouri, has been a winnable football game. Um, so, but we've lost four of them. So I don't know. I mean, I I, I hope we come out and get four quarters. Uh, if we could get a Missouri Southern S performance, would just be lovely. Um, I don't know if we'll get it or not, but that's my hope. Um, looking at the scores from the past week, though, as we wrap things up here, uh, Missouri Western only beat Kearney on the road by three. I think Kearney now falls to two and six. Just tough, tough, tough year down there. We know what happened to Fort Hayes. Missouri Southern, Missouri Southern beat the brakes off Lincoln 63 to five. I need to see that box score right now. I need to see that box score. Uh, it was 28-0 after the first, 42-3 at the half. Uh, surprisingly, nobody scored in the, in, the, in the third, okay. And then outscored in the four, 21-2. Lincoln got their safety on the last play of the game. As, uh, you know, it's something, but, but dang, they had... Missouri Southern had back-to-back pick sixes. Wow. Dang. And they had three, two 50-plus touchdown passes. Look at these numbers here. Only 455 on offense, though. That, only 17 first downs. And only two six, two six on third for Missouri Southern. Only three or four in the red zone. Wow, that's uh okay. I mean, I guess they did they, they did a fourteen points on defense, but okay. Looking at seventeen first downs, one twenty eight rushing. Oh, it threw four interceptions though. Over two in the red zone. I tell you back. Uh, one of four in the red zone missed two field goals. Sheesh, 0-2 on 4th, 5 of 20 on 3rd. Okay. We know the deal is, though, with Lincoln. We 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 know, we know what the deal is. Um, Then looking at, uh, where are we at here? Looking. Then we got Pitt State on the road against Northwest, won 28-7. I think it was 28-0 there for a period of time. We know what happened in Tahlequah. However, we had, what, what did I say last week? It was Central Missouri versus Emporia. I said that game is going to be bad. Uh, I will say, I, I will say, for the first quarter, it was an eight-point game in which you, uh, Central Missouri held a 28-20 lead. After that fact, <coughs> okay, after that fact, <coughs> 
The Saints of Missouri outscored Emporia in the last three quarters of that football game. 49-7 and route to a 77-27 win. You heard that right. A 77-27 win. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, looking at the numbers, Central Missouri, 39 first downs, 317 yards rushing at 8.8 yards a carry with three touchdowns. Uh, passing the ball. We know. We know. The quarterback's the real deal. Okay. Uh, we, we've. Uh, we, we we saw firsthand, right? Other teams have seen it firsthand. <clears throat> None worse than poor Emporia State. Because uh, they allowed, and th- this is from one man, by, by the way. So I, this is 100%. I'm reading the stats as it is looking in front of me on my screen. 659 yards passing, eight touchdowns. I I am 100% not lying to you. First off, credit Emporia. They ran 98 plays in the football game. But uh, on 89 plays, Tizzle Missouri had 976 yards of offense. They're not a conference record? Holy. And they managed to punt the ball five times, though. That's uh, okay. I, that boy, that's uh, I, I'm telling you, Coach Lamberson. I, the full, full, full credit, full credit. They were eight of fifteen on third, uh, three of three, uh, yeah, three of three in the red zone. Only sacked one time, which is impressive. Um. They held him poor at the end of 20 on third, one of three on fourth. Uh, I see these, these individual numbers here. Yeah, uh, Zach Zabrowski, 31 of 51. <clears throat> 615, eight touchdowns, long at 89. Dang, Brandon Gleason took the ball 60 times, 349, two TDs, one interception. Uh, Marcellus Hawkins, 14 carries, 183 yards, three touchdowns, long of 84. Now, surprisingly, UCM only had 200-yard receivers. Receivers, Arkell Smith, five for 137, uh, three touchdowns, long of 86. Zion Perry, four for 119, one touchdown, long of 89. Jeez, man. That is just golly. I mean that 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 that's like some that's like you playing NCAA fourteen on freshman mode, right? That is. Oh, I'm telling you that 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 team right there. I'm then they, they should have beat Pitt State. So that's that's a I, I I give them full credit. That 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 that's a very good football team. That that's a very good football team. And that is proof that you can rebuild a team in the portal because that team was nowhere near that last year. And, and they overhauled that roster. And boy, it is, it is, 
it is fired on all cylinders. Um, so looking at this week's opponents, this week's matchups, you got UCO at Fort Hayes, 1 p.m. kickoff. Northeastern State and Missouri Western, 1 p.m. kickoff. It might be bad, I'm sure. NSU will have a letdown. Northwest at Wasburg, 1 p.m. kickoff. We have Pitch State. I think they were the only team to elect not to play Lincoln. They're playing Sioux Falls, who I think is ranked. I feel like could be a big game there, down there in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Uh, 2 p.m. kickoff. Central Missouri at Missouri Southern, 2 p.m. kickoff. And then Kearney and Emporia could get bad. 2 p.m. kickoff. Uh, looking at the standings, we got Pitt State. Again, this is this is in conference. Uh 8-0, Central Missouri, 7-1. Fort Hayes at 5-2, running a four-game winning streak. Missouri Western, 5-2. Emporia, 4-3. UCO, 3-4. Missouri Southern, 3-4. Northwest, 3-4. Kearney, 2-6. Northeastern State, 0-7, and Washburn, 0-7. I wonder when they play each other. Because, I mean, I was with you that Northeastern State has, has a chance to uh, win that football game. If I'm being honest, the, 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 if, if they if they, they play the way that they, that they did in the in that, you know, second, third quarter, I, they could win that game. Um, so... Yeah, so again, I'm I'm hoping to see UCL come out there get the win. Uh, I I truly am. I'm not gonna hold my my breath though, just given what we what we've seen. But um, I just hope we can find consistency, play four quarters next three three games. Because I did, I would hate to see the team at least not finish at six and five. I feel like that at a minimum should be should should happen. But um, we'll just we'll just see. So. Uh, like I said, I'll be watching again online, 1 p.m. kickoff. To those that make the trip, I hope it is safe travels there. Hope the win is not brutal. And uh, hopefully we can come away with a win. I think volleyball, by the way, shot there. The head coach, Edgar Miracle, they had a big win over, I think it was Kearney. I mean, I want to say they beat a top 10 Kearney team with a Friday. Shout out there to uh, volleyball again, doing fantastic work there. I know the men's basketball had a scrimmage against Oklahoma Christian. Was it Wednesday? Wednesday, not not sure how that went, but um, happy for them. Not wishing Bob Hoffman the best of luck there. Um, this 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 uh, season here, over in the tournament again for what a third straight year. So. Uh, and it is it, 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 it is that time of year where like every sport now is going to start overlapping for for a period of time. So, um, but again, hope the couple to come back on here next week, recap a third straight UCL win. Hopefully, uh, a much more impressive win than what we've seen in the past two weeks. Um, so uh, until that time, my name is Jonathan Goodo, aka JG Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.